from your face welcome to another episode of daily dress with alan wonder chapter 18 and today's wonder chapter is second kings chapter 12 and let's start with the word of prayer almighty loving god thank you for for the protection we thank you for the gift of life we thank you for the gift of provision we thank you for always being there for us for the way we have gone wrong in our thoughts in our actions what you have done what you have thought to do may send in your holy spirit to come and be with us father may forgive us continue protecting us continue opening doors for us continue showing for us the right path to follow mighty king of kings so that at the end of the day we may come and celebrate and live with you we pray this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son jesus christ who strengthens us amen and without wasting time let us go straight to today's wonder chapter joash repairs the temple in the seventh year of Jehu, Joash became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem forty years. His mother's name was Zibia. She was from Beersheba. Joash did was what was right in the eyes of the Lord all the years Jehoiada the priest instructed him. The high places, however, were not removed. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. Joash said to the priest. Collect all the money that is brought as sacred offerings to the temple of the Lord, the money collected in the census, the money received from personal vows, and the money brought voluntarily to the temple. Let every priest receive that money from one of the treasurers, then use it to repair what damages is found in the temple. By the 23rd year of the king of Josh, the priest had still not repaired the temple. Therefore, the king summoned Josh. Jehoiada, the priest, and all the other priests, and asked them, Warrant, are you repairing the temple? Take no more money from your treasurers, but hand it over for repairing the temple. The priests gathered and agreed that they would not collect any more money from the people and that they would not repair the temple themselves. Jehoiada, the priest, took a chest and bore a hole in its lid. He placed it beside the altar. On the right side, as one enters the temple of the Lord, the priest who guarded the entrance put into the chest all the money that was brought to the temple of the Lord. Whenever they saw that there was a large amount of money in the chest, the royal secretary and the high priest came, counted the money that had been put into the temple of the Lord and put it into bags. The amount had to be determined. They gave the money to the men appointed to supervise the work on the temple. With it, they paid those who worked on the temple of the Lord, the carpenters and the builder, the masons and the stone cutters. They purchased timber and blocks of dressed stone for the repairs of the temple and met all other expenses of restoring the temple. The money brought into the temple was not spent for making silver basins, weak trimmers, sprinkling bowls, trumpets, or any other articles of silver or gold for the temple of the Lord. It was paid to the workers who used it to repair the temple. They did not require an accounting from those to whom they gave the money to pay the workers because they acted with complete honesty. Amen. The money from the guilt offerings and sin offerings was not brought into the temple of the Lord. It belonged to the priests. About this time, Hazel, king of Aram, went up and attacked Gath and captured it. Then he turned to attack Jerusalem. But Josh, king of Judah, took all the sacred objects dedicated by his predecessors, Josephat, Jehoram, and Hazael. 
the kings of Judah and the gifts he himself had dedicated, and all the gold found in the treasury of the temple of the Lord and of the royal palace. And he sent them to Hazel, king of Haram, who then withdrew from Jerusalem. As for the other events of the reign of Joash, and all he did, I did not written in the book of annals of the kings of Judah. His officials conspired against him and assassinated him at Beth Milo on the road down to Silla. The officials who murdered him were Josabad, son of Shemeth, and Josabad, son of Shomin. He died and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David, and Amaziah, his son, succeeded him as king. And that is our wonder chapter for today. What message do I have for you from today's wonder chapter? The two messages that I want us to pick. The first one comes from verse 5. Amen. And what does verse 5 say? Verse 5 says, Let every piece receive the money from one of the treasurers, then use it to repair what damage is found in the temple. Amen. Here we see King Joash settling to finally repair the temple of the Lord. It had been some time since it was constructed, and I think from the battles and all that, there might have been some damage. And this just got me thinking as Christians. We see how we say that our bodies are temples of Christ. Amen? Our bodies are temples of Christ. We always say that. And it's true, by the way, we are temples of Christ. But so many times these temples, can I say, get dirty. So many times these temples need renovation. So many times, there's so many things that we do that dirty or crack our temples or destroy our temples. I mean, but how many times have you sat down to try to rebuild this temple of yours? How many times have you sat down and you've been like, okay, God, you know what? It's high time I reorganized my temple. It's high time I, you know, I reorganized and renovated your house. And how do we do that? If you really sit down and evaluate in your life things that do not add value to you, when you decide to quit, when you decide to move on, when you decide to start living the Christ-like path, the righteous path, then that is how we are rebuilding the temple. That is how you are reorganizing the temple. That's how you are giving your temple a fresh coat of paint. And every time we do reverse of the Christ-like righteous path, we are destroying the temple. We are removing brick by brick. And every time we go back for repentance, every time we get on our knees and we ask for forgiveness, we are putting back those bricks. And these temples are quite personal things. You cannot go to someone's house and force, you know, Someone, who, someone whose house is falling. You can't go to them and build them a new house by force. No, it's them that have to first give you consent. And that's the same way our Christian lives are. No one is going to come and repair your temple if you don't repair it by yourself. And we see that these people needed money to repair the temple, meaning it's going to cost us as Christians something. It may not necessarily be money, but it may be a sacrifice. Amen? You can maybe, let me say, you are used to stealing money, but you say, for the sake of my temple, I will stop stealing, let me say, and misusing public funds. It will cost you in such a way that, amen, your lifestyle will change. But it's changing for the better. 
of the Lord. That's the one thing you should never forget. It's changing for the betterment of the Lord. And the last message that I really wanted us to pick comes from verse 15. 15 says, They do not require an accounting from those to whom they gave the money to pay the workers because they acted with complete honesty. Amen? They acted with complete honesty. It just shows us that in everything that we do as Christians, we have to do it with a very honest heart. Amen? We should not take advantage of situations. No, that's not right. We as Christians, we are called to be honest in everything that we do because we know that the Lord is always watching and that the Lord will pay us. As you get some time, read 2 Kings chapter 12. What do you get? What message do you understand? Feel free to write to us, dailygracewithalan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at dailygracewithalan. We love to hear from you. Remember, Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty King of Kings, and I thank you for this wonderful day, and thank you for this beautiful day. And thank you for always being there for us, for the way we have gone wrong in our thoughts, in our actions, in our words, and what you have done. We pray that may you forgive us, Father, may you pardon us. Send in your Holy Spirit to always come and be there for us, always come and guide us in whatever things that we do, so that we may glorify your name. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name, and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.